Chapter 8 of the Book of Zvarim begins with Koha Mitzvah Sharonochi Mitzavcha Yom Tishmurun Rasot. You shall faithfully observe what I command you to do today. In order that you thrive, increase, and be able to possess the earth, that God swore to give to your, to your ancestors. Torah emphasized several times in the book of Zvarim, in this chapter, last chapter, that the land was given, God made a promise, a shvua, an oath, to give the land to our ancestors. And that's the reason that God, in fact, is giving us this land, the opportunity to possess the land. Part of it has to do with the promises that God has made. And now, Torah continues. Moshe speaks and says the following, You are to remember the path, the journey that God took you on for these past 40 years. The Torah says that the purpose of the 40 years was that God might test you by hardships to learn what was in your hearts, whether you would keep God's commandments or not. So in general, Torah here presents the 40-year journey, desert journey, you're in the desert after all, as Uman means to test or to try you. Inui means to make it very difficult for you. Inui is a term that is often used in very negative contexts. Here it's not negative. Hardships, difficulties, in order to test you to see if you would keep God's commandments or not. One need not read the verse as saying God doesn't know what the outcome will be, but rather to, God knows, but it's to give us these experiences and to make it a trial in order to educate us about the necessity to be committed to the mitzvot. So it's not so much a matter necessarily of God not knowing, it's a matter of inculcating in the people through hardships, through difficulties, to understand the significance or the commitment needed when it comes to the observance of the commandments. That's the first verse. That's verse number two. And then... The Torah singled out a particular experience that we had in the desert. God subjected you to hardship, to the difficulty. Literally, God starved you. Hunger. God made you hungry. And God fed you the man, the manna, which you knew not, nor did your ancestors. In order to teach you that the person lives not on bread alone, but rather God lives on, on anything that God decrees. Not, I would say, not what you take into your mouth, but rather what it comes out of God's mouth. Not but rather. So here, the Torah has singled out in particular, it talks in general about the 40 years, in general about the hardships. 
but specifically the man. And this is interesting. The man has appeared earlier in the Torah, of course, in two main places. First of all, we have it in chapter 16 of the book of Exodus. People go into the desert and they say to Moshe, what are we going to eat? There's no food. Which is, seems to be a very uh, normal complaint. It's not problematic. And God's response is, I will rain down bread from heaven. And you will have to eat every single day. That's chapter 16 of the book of Exodus. And there, when the Torah spoke about the man, God said, I will give them man to eat, in order to test them, so the man, as represented in the Torah, this is chapter 16, verse number 4, is in order to test them. The question is, what is the test? And here we have a dispute between Rashi on one hand and the Ramban on the other. Nachmanides and Rashi disagree about the nature of the test. Rashi says, the test is, I'm going to give them the man, but together with the food that I grant them, there will be rules. They're not allowed to take more than they need for the day. And secondly, they don't go out on the seventh day, on the Shabbat. On the Sabbath, they're not permitted to go collect it. And that's the test. Will they observe the mitzvot, the commandments that we associate with the man? That's Rashi's understanding. And in general, Rashi is always focusing on the mitzvot. And what Rashi says would actually seem very much in line with our chapter, chapter 8, verse number 2, when the Torah speaks generally about the desert. You should, we are required to remember, obligated to remember the 40-year journey in the desert, says the Torah, and what happened in the desert, that God, God took you in the desert to make it difficult to you and to test you, to see what's in your heart. Will you keep the commandments or not? And that's very much in line with Rashi's suggestion in the book of Shemot, in chapter 16, verse 4. Nachmanides disagreed. That's not the idea of the test. And the test is something else for Nachmanides, consonant with many of his uh, interpretations. And that is, has to do with faith, and I would add with values. The idea of the man is, first of all, that you get your allotment every day. You don't know today what you're going to have tomorrow. You can't save it. It spoils each day. So that's the idea of faith. That's very central to Nachmanides. But the other educational piece of it has to do with an understanding of the purpose of the food. The food is necessary to live. Human beings can't live without food. They need food. But they don't need more than they, than they is necessary to live. So we distinguish between needs and wants. They may want a lot of food, but they don't actually need a lot of food. The idea of the man is to get us to focus on what is actually important. What is the purpose of all this? And the purpose is spelled out here in chapter 8, in our chapter. Purpose is to teach us that the human being lives not on bread alone. That is to say, you need bread. You need food to live. We are humans. We need food. But that's not the purpose. That's insufficient. It's necessary, but not sufficient. What is central is 
to understand what God is commanding us, to understand what our purpose is, what our mission is, how we see ourselves in this world in relationship to God, in relationship to other human beings. That's what the Torah says over here. And it's very interesting that in the book of Dvarim specifically, and not that surprising, the man is all about the lessons that you learn, which the Torah spells out in the book of Dvarim. And furthermore, that the image of the man in these, in these verses, how the Torah describes the verses in Sefer Dvarim, is radically different from what the Torah said earlier, both in the book of Exodus in chapter 16, and also in chapter 11 of the book of Bamidbar. In chapter 16, the Torah speaks of the man, what it tastes like, like a wafer and honey. There's no sense that has a, that's something negative about it. It is, of course, the same food every day, although the rabbinic midrashim try to suggest that it was very subjective. Whatever you wanted it to taste like, it tastes like. But the Torah doesn't say that. But it does say, Tamok tzapichit bidvash, it tastes like a wafer and honey. Wafer and honey is sweet. When it comes to chapter 11, there, of course, the people complain about the man. Of course, they have the same thing every day. They remember the fish of Egypt. They remember the onions and the cucumbers and the garlic. There, the Torah, in chapter 11, beginning in verse 7, people complain about the man earlier, in the first few verses, in 5 and 6. In verse 7, so the Torah says, V'amon kizragadu. The man was like coriander seed. It was the color of bedillium. The people, the people would go out, gather it, and grind it between millstones, or they would pound it in a mortar. They would boil it, they'd make it into cakes. And, and it tasted like rich cream. So here it's a slightly different description of the man. Rich cream, wafers and honey, doesn't sound so bad. Here in Devarim it's different. Vayarivecha is to starve. Love is a famine. You have no food to eat. Vayinui is a negative term. Term of suffering, often, often sexual. Here it's, here it's food, basics of, of human existence. So it's a very different story. You are to remember, says the Torah in the book of Devarim, looking back at the experience, what do we learn from the experience? People generally don't learn very much from wafers and honey and rich cream. If we learn anything, it's usually from the hardships and the difficulties. And that's what the book of Devarim is largely about. It's about studying, it's about understanding, it's about teaching. What do we learn from that experience? We are commanded to remember it. We are to remember the test and the hardships, or we are commanded to figure out what we can take away from that experience to better our lives, to better ourselves, and to better ourselves within the context of our communities.